Stand by for The Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, the Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Brownstein. How are you doing this beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning? Don't get me started it's on the beautiful. weather. <laughs> I nice. never liked the weather. Right. You know, I hate the weather, matter of fact, Joe. Right now is July 18th, 2020. It's 10.05 in the morning. We always say that because this show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN, 15.20 a.m. out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight, unless there's a sporting event, which eventually may be, and then we'll be on after the sporting event. Also, we are available every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. live streaming. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you're all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived. So once again, if you go to the website, saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives. Click on archives, and there is all of our shows for many years. Great. And, you know, if you want to replay a show or you missed a show, they're available there. Finally, you know, last but not least, at the website, every week's a free economic report by Stone and McCarthy. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> I was just reading something else. Okay. Yeah, no, um, you know, very concise report. But, you know, this one again shows that the um, economists know nothing about what's going on with economic reports due to the COVID. I mm -hmm. mean, it's understandable, but they they talk like they're just always shocked that they're so off. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's pretty hard to predict. So, uh, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great report. Uh, take from it whatever you can. A lot of, mm, a lot of charts and uh, good uh, listing of 
you know, interest rates where they are, where they were a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. It gives you a good, uh, uh, a good barometer of what's happened in the past, not necessarily what's going to happen in the future. But uh, and in some, in a lot of cases, uh, uh, this and other reports are a little negative, and I think some of it has to do because they're a little upset that they have no idea what's going on. And what so. tab is that under? It's under weekly economic report. Okay. So on the weekly economic report, you get your free commentary. Ec- weekly economic oh, commentary. Uh, commentary. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, also at the website, there's a chat box. And there's a little change in it, but go ahead. What's the change? Well, once you get there, which you'll tell people how to get there, you have to click on chat. It says click here to chat. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, something new. Yeah. If you go to sapperston.com and click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives, click on chat, and then what happens? It pops up and says what? Click here to chat or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. Click here to chat. Looks like a little messenger um, icon, you know, that square with the little tail or whatever it is at the bottom. Okay. So there is the instructions for the chat box one right extra now. Step. The phone number is to call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Once again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And this is always the easiest time to get in because uh, the lines are always wide open at the beginning of the show. There is usually a plethora of phone calls coming in at the end. A plethora. (laughs) Plethora. (laughs) So that's it. Nobody at the chat box right now? Crickets, baby. Crickets, okay. Maybe that new thing you have to do threw everybody off. I don't think so. It's a beautiful day out. Why would people want to come in and talk to us? Come on. Well, that's a good point. I can't argue that at all. Uh, But we had better than expected uh, economic reports this week. Better than expected? Oh, yeah, stronger. Yeah, stronger than expected, sure. We even have signs of inflation, which is something the government's been trying to get for 10 years. So, again, it's more than what the quote-unquote experts uh, well, that's interesting you bring that up because there's an article in Barron's saying the deficit could hit $5 trillion this year for the year. Okay, mm-hmm. Are we MMTing yet? And that's modern monetary theory. Oh. Okay. And, uh, Which is from the 20s, right? Yeah. Well, well if, if you're worried about debt, and that's the article says, it Go might, ahead. might bring comfort to know that my understanding of how money works is outdated and wrong. And big deficits aren't a problem. See, that's what I always said. Deficits matter only when they matter. You know, so stop that worrying is about brilliant. it. You know? Yep. So absent inflation, according to Stony Brook University professor Stephanie Kelton, she has emerged as the informal spokesman for modern monetary theory. I asked Kelton if a three point seven trillion deficit is extreme. She said the three point seven trillion part is fine but that my use of the word deficit might be a problem. Countries that make their own currencies can't go broke. They can simply make more money. Concepts like the debt and deficit and the debt ceiling and balanced budget agreements are accounting constructs, but not real limits. Spending is limited by inflation, which is determined in part by the amount of slack in the economy, spare workers, and resources. Right now, there's plenty of slack so we can spend aggressively without inflation. And if you want to know more about it, she has a book out called The Deficit Myth, and I I kind of agree with that title. Well, people confuse deficit with debt. Right. So if anybody knows anything about American history, 
in the 1700s, mm-hmm. uh, John Adams was a proponent of borrowing, I think it was $2 million from France. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge deal because we were a new country and who are these people? And mm-hmm. there was a huge, huge concern about the United States borrowing $2 million. And mm-hmm. that's debt. Right. Okay. This is a deficit. This is, as she says, I, I don't know who she is. I don't know. I don't she, know either. Right. You know, but, but it sounds good. No, no. It's, you know, it, it's true in that sense. You know, until there's inflation, you know, uh, you know, it's not a problem. Yeah. But if you talk to people about inflation, there's different ways that people oh, consider yeah. it. When all of a sudden the gallon of milk went up 40 cents and yet, you know, people's um, Social Security checks weren't increased, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's differences. Well, it's interesting because, you know, in her book she talked about uh, you know, hyperinflation. That's what everyone said 11 years ago when Zimbabwe was issuing $100 trillion or $100 trillion banknotes. Now U.S. consumer prices are lowest year to date, and those Zimbabwe notes are defunct and right. going for about $70, no. you know. Yeah. In other words— there's more demand here for inflation conversation starters than there are signs of actual inflation. Right. Yeah. Remember what was happening? Yeah. It was either Brazil or Venezuela mm-hmm. where the people would get a paycheck at, at lunch at lunchtime, and by the time they got to the bank, it was de- deflated, deflated by so many thousands. Right. Oh, exactly, yeah. Okay, right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. Or you can go to the chat box at saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. And apparently there's another question there like, what, start the chat? or Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I did it. It's, it's simple. If, well, I if you did it. did it, it is simple. Thank you. Okay, right now we're going to go to Dreamer, opening up the show. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Peter, David. Good morning, Paul Bob. Willard. <laughs> Willard's yeah. listening. He, he's uh, he's uh, proctoring the show, <laughs> making sure Peter and I don't screw up, which is, you know, it's uh, impossible, it's just, of course. You guys do a good job. Thank you. Say that again? Uh, All right. No. You guys do a good job. There you go. Okay. Willard used to I, do that. I also have one of those $100 trillion in my boy notes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna send it to Obama to wipe out the deficit. <laughs> Beautiful. But but I paid five dollars for it, uncirculated. They go for fifty bucks now. Oh, do they really? Holy yeah, it's a collector's item. They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> well, got a long way to go, but. You know. Yeah, I don't even know what a hundred trillion. Hundred trillion of what? I don't know. You know, Zimbabwe dollars or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. But our, our deficit, our, our debt, is twenty six point five trillion. Right yeah. Now. Oh yeah. So what? And I just called to check in, guys. But would you check out SLV for me? SLV. Yeah, I'd like to. I've been so busy bumbling on here that I didn't even go to the websites at all. Oh, but, that's okay. Well, close I'll, at eighteen oh one. See, you're ahead of me there. I'll, well, that's, I'll bring that's it obvious. up. You know, I'm just kind of. Uh, well, it looks which, good. It looks <laughs> good. You know, silver's been pretty strong lately, to tell you silver the truth. Silver's real strong. I, yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago when you some guy was asking about silver, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. But good good luck finding physical silver. Yeah, that's well, You a, can't even find nickels and dimes and quarters. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Seriously. And I noticed this going back uh, uh, several months ago. If you go to the ATM, you go and get money, it's a, usually very new money. 
And and uh, if you look at the coins you're getting from the businesses, and I don't know why people are, if they're hoarding it or they're afraid to touch it or whatever it is, but there is a shortage of coins, too. Oh, well, maybe a little of both, David. Yeah, uh, could be. Well I, well, I better keep all those that are in my coin well, jar. Well, see, that, right? that's the problem. I, I got them all. <laughs> there you Nobody go. puts coins in their pocket anymore. They just throw them in a, yeah, you know, a jar or whatever, or yeah. So... Uh, yeah. God. And the mint, the mint shut down for like three months, I think. Oh, that's probably it then. Yeah, sure. It's COVID-related, yeah. So. But anyway, well, you know, I, I look at the SLV, you know, and, uh, you know, that looks very strong. And it's going up into resistance for the SLV, say, about 18 and a quarter, 18 and a half. And, boy, if it takes that out, the potential price target, for what it's worth, is 23 and three quarters. So. Well, that sounds good. That looks good. Yeah, I don't know how close this relates to the. What is silver trading at right now? I don't. It's about nineteen bucks, Bob. Is that close? Uh, it's, it's been trading right around nineteen seventy-five. Oh, okay, so so this eighteen is way under nineteen seventy-five. Well, right, so. that's what I thought. It would be like yeah, uh, under, under the price of an ounce of silver. Right. And but it, like it, I said, silver is not easy to find, and when you do find it, especially at one ounce bars, mm -hmm. there some of them are five to ten dollars over the price of silver. Over what is? Yeah, boy, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks yeah. good. You know, it finally woke up, and boy, if it breaks out here, you know, yeah, I'm showing silver spot at 1905. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was around 19, yeah. but I yeah. don't know if, if it breaks it, out. Yeah. Everybody be going fifty dollars silver coming up, you know, but. Remember that? But, you know, 2025 20, seems reasonable. When was that? Well, actually, in 2011, it hit 48, I think. Did it really? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, right. Yeah. It didn't stay there very long. Oh, no. It was like uh, for New York Minute, as they say, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, nobody catches that in a minute. And my favorite stock, it's been bouncing over three. <laughs> Hey, yeah. you're on your way. I'm sure yes. the highest silver ever was was 4870. Says towards the end no, of I the 70s. I think interday trading back in 1980. Yeah, it hit I 50. It, was, it hit. I 50. thought it hit 50 too. It hit 50, and that was it too. You know, boom. But it didn't stay. No, but but what was that? Somebody had a ton of it, or what was it? No, there was a Hunt Brothers yeah, were trying Hunt to. Brothers trying to manipulate, trying to manipulate it, right? the price. Yeah, exactly. And they were doing a good job. For oh, they a while. did a good job a for a while job. until they took their profits. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think the government came in and did something. Yeah, the government did. You're right. They, you weren't allowed to uh, buy it, them. buy it, but you could sell it. Right. Yeah. So that kind of kind of killed it. <laughs> and gold's on its way, but uh, everything's so damn expensive. <laughs> it's all relative. An ounce of gold. Some of the dealers are two hundred and fifty dollars over. That's if you want to buy, right? Right. Yeah. At the dealers. And those, yeah. those are dealers that are, you know, they're honest and they're fair and they've always been reliable and all that. Mm -hmm. But they just they just can't get it. So the premiums are really high. Well, two hundred and fifty dollars—that's what about um, thirteen percent or so premium. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or more. Yeah. So, well, guys, I wanted to check in and say hello and start your day. And well, we appreciate that. Thank and you ho very Hopefully, much. you woke up a few more people who might want to call. <laughs> and well, I've been trying to do that for over seventy years. <laughs> well, Let's keep it up. So someday, when your stock goes way up, you can retire from that. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that'll end up being for my grandchildren oh, most likely. Okay. There you go. <laughs>
Take care, guys. You right, too. Thanks, have, have a good weekend. Take Enjoy care. Enjoy the weekend. Bye. Okay. Phone lines are wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll free, 800-879-7541. Or if for some reason you don't want to call, although we do like talking to people, well, you can go yourself. to the chat box. Oh, you don't like talking to people? Well, no. <laughs> it was only people I'm in the room with. Oh, okay. That's all. Uh, but, you know, you can go to the chat box. Go we to have people there. We're at the chat yeah. box? Yeah. Really? Load it up, brother. Well, I'll mention again, chat Go box, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives. Click on chat and then click on something else that says, do you want to chat? Like, I don't know. Is that what it says? Do you want to chat? No. <laughs> it says, I, I, I'm, I'm there. Well, whatever so it says. So I, there's pe- an icon. Right. People figured it out. People yeah. figured it out. Right. Okay. So somebody's asking, Pete, and this uh, person's been asking uh, for a week or so because the, um, uh, but they've asked near the end of the show, and we never get to it, on uh, M&T Bank, which closed at 99.32, pays 4.4% dividend. And the question is, is the dividend safe? Do you know the answer to that? That I don't know. Not necessarily. I, I wish do I, I know, did. but no. I I would think if you did some research. But uh, yes, I think it's I again. I haven't done all the work on it, but you know they're they're a very solid bank, uh, and I would think the dividend is safe. But I think it's you, tough to say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know they've been a solid bank. We see Wells Fargo, which has been a little questionable at times. Well, the they, problem they, they with just, Wells They just is, cut their dividend, right? Right. The pro- well, Wells has got a bunch of issues. So, yeah, I know, right. You know, and the chairman, the new guy, uh, uh, Charlie Scharf, who's a former Visa executive, uh, is in there trying to clean things up. And he said basically he bought know, a couple of million shares at 28 mm-hmm. or a million dollars worth at 28 The stock is below that. It's 24 last I looked. But... He said, don't buy the stock now. They're trying to clean it up. But they don't. You can't compare Wells Fargo to, like, what they're trying to do with uh, Chase and and Goldman and Morgan Stanley because uh, Wells doesn't have a huge uh, trading room uh, for their profits and, you know, underwritings and things like that. And M&T is not in that group either. They're a consumer lender. So, and, and also, if you will go to the website for Seeking Alpha, they have mm. M&T Bank Corporation Dividend safe, Safety. M&T Bank Corporation Dividend Safety Metrics, where they calculate everything out, payout ratio calculations, so forth and so on. And uh, you go to SeekingAlpha.com, and I would assume you probably just put the... Well, uh, go ahead and do it. What's the answer? Well, okay. You know, they're going to go on and on and on with the metrics. Let's see if there's a bo- okay. bottom line. Hang on. Let me see if there's a bottom line. Oh, it's line. like one of those clickbait things where you have to keep on clicking to see uh, what the star looks like now. And well, apparently you've got to sign up over there. Okay. You know, but, All right. Uh, but let me just take a look at, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I would. I, I don't know if there's a free – I haven't been there in a while, seekingalpha.com. Yeah, but you might check it out, see what happens if you hit subscribe, you know. And uh, matter of fact, I thought I was a sub- subscriber, but God, trying to remember a password from decades ago. Yeah. Oh, you can start a free trial. There's a basic free, too. You can sign up for free. So somebody should do that while we're doing the yeah, show. Yeah, and they, then call us in right, and yeah. let us know what it so says. So if you go to SeekingAlpha.com, hit the button that says subscribe. Down on the bottom, it says basic free. And uh, sign up for free. And Do some get, work for us. you get the answer, right? We'd appreciate it. 
or get an answer. Doesn't right. doesn't mean the answer is right, but somebody went through their calculations and it might help you. Very good. Okay. You are like a public service. Right now, we're going to go to Tom in Hamburg. Good morning. Amherst. Good morning, Amherst. guys. Um, good morning. Take, <laughs> uh, take a look at uh, uh, Qdel, if you would. Q-D-E-L, Q-D-E-L, is it? Q-D-E-L. Yeah. That's it was what... up uh, 20 points uh, on Friday. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What are they involved in? Is it biotech? They're hospital or? equipment uh, testing, that type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, closed yeah. at 267, up 10%. And what kind of news was out on that? I'll leave that up to you. Da, 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 da. But, boy, this thing has been flying for a while. Back in, uh, let's see, it looks like uh, yeah, maybe maybe March. was down at 146. Now is it's 268. <laughs> Bullish price objective, for what it's worth, you know, take it with a grain of salt, is 290. You know, so that's not a lot higher, but, you know, you got one of these stocks that's on the run. Just strong fundamentals is what uh, what Yahoo Finance is saying. And that's all it's, yeah, that's all it says? Okay. So I don't know, you know, what, what popped it on Friday. Uh, you looking to buy the stock? or? No, I, I own some shares. Oh, and, good. Um, yeah. I was just wondering uh, why the stock went up so much. It was trading at, like, 242, 246, all of a sudden it goes up, you know, 10% in one day, and no real news on it that I could find. Yeah. Hmm. More buyers than sellers. Wonderful. (laughs) I don't believe you said that. (laughs) Now, there is an article, and you may have seen it, that the government's sending, they must make some COVID tests, and they're sending millions of these to the nursing homes. You know, I get the fundamentals. Let's see. They're going to hold their second fiscal quarter financial results conference call on the 30th of July. It might be in anticipation of that. Okay, so it's, and I also see uh, July 17th from the street, it said Quidel's SOFIA, SARS, Antigen, FEI updates, EUA performance data to 96.7%, PPA versus PCR. Whatever that Product means. supports U.S. initiatives to expand access to COVID-19 testing in nursing home. Receives CE mark for use with SOFIA and uh, SOFIA and SOFIA two instruments. Right. And I think CE is a European uh, approval. You know, if I remember yeah. right, I don't like it. I don't remember what CE is, but you know, you could look into that. You know. Yeah. But, uh, but also March 12th, J.P. Morgan downgraded it. To underweight and target went from 158 to 120. <laughs> On the 26th of March, they were downgraded by Barclays yeah. from to uh, from overweight to equal weight with a target of 90. How good are those guys? Well, what's Holy interesting cow. is they're going to have their earnings on July 30th. Right. So watch for that. And there's also another article here that says federal government to send millions of COVID-19 tests to nursing homes. Distribution of rapid point-of-care diagnostic instruments from Quidel and Becton Dickinson will begin next week. So that's right. a lot, probably a big enough reason. Right. That's what I said. Yep. I said that. Did you say that? Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't. I don't listen. I don't, no. That, no wonder. No wonder okay. I don't like being in the room with <laughs> <Okay>. you. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. A lot of good. Lot of good. Good news. And uh, you know. And uh, it's obviously. Yeah, it's very good. Obviously, a COVID play. And you know, I'm sure they have other good drugs. But you know, I'm sure. It's okay, a, guys. Thank okay. You. Take care. Thank you very much for calling. 
right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Going next to Vic and Amherst. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, sir. Okay, how are, how are you? you? Good. I got a question for each of you. Oh, boy. Uh, question, question for Dave. Oh, boy. Good. If yeah. we get an infrastructure bill, yeah. what would be your go-to material stock that you're partial to? Well, first of all, I just don't see that happening. I'd like it to happen. They've talked about it, but you know how long they've talked about it? A long time. But um, I like, there's two. They both begin with you. One is United Rentals, uh, which is uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. Where yeah. is it trading? 159.08. And I, I just think, you know, this is a company that rents out all a lot of the, not only heavy equipment, the lights, all the things you see. You know, from that, that should do well. And the other one that I think is a no-brainer, but the stock really hasn't done well, is U.S. Concrete, mm-hmm. USCR, uh, trading at 26.48. It's getting a little healthier, but th- those are the two that I like. And, and, and it looks like they're starting to make bets because the – and I would I would suggest the sector index, the materials XLB. That would be a great idea, too. Yep. And, you know, that's getting ready to challenge highs from quite a while ago right now. And it looks very, very strong. It's trading at looks like 61.16 with a price objective around 69. On uh, uh, StockCharts.com, one of their commentators is a guy named uh, Julius DeKemperer. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm, he, sure, I'm he, sure Willard he, is, but go ahead. He does, he does rotation crafts. Mm-hmm. And his uh, rotation uh, graph uh, work uh, about 10 days ago. And this guy is very, uh, he watches what he says. And I've been and I've been following him now for two years. So you can kind of read into when he writes mm-hmm. what he really likes. You follow what I'm saying? Got yep. it, yep. What he likes a little and what he really likes. Well, about 10 days ago, he put out a, 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 an article on the uh, materials uh, etf it was uh i forget the symbol i'm in my car make a long story short i end up uh selling selling what i do i sell the put on it okay and it was 58 yeah i think it was 58 yeah it's xlb xlb okay yeah it was i i sold the 55 on it beautiful uh yeah uh uh, weeks ago and it was like stealing candy from a baby i mean this thing just (laughs) has been trickling up. I, I don't, you know what I mean? I kicked myself. I should have bought the, the, you know, the actual ETF, but that's not what I do. Right. That's not my wheelhouse. So exactly. The yep. 55 foot collected, a, you know, a few hundred dollars of uh, uh, premium. I'm happy, but uh, he really likes this. This is his sector, and he just thinks it's, a, it's a, away from here if we get any kind of market. Exactly. question is for Pete. Uh, IBB, is this a breakout we're seeing now? Well, it's a different world. You hate to say that for techno, uh, for biotech, you know, than it's been for a long time. But a lot of uh, you know companies coming up with novel approaches and you know interesting drugs that they've been coming out with. Yeah, one forty three ninety six on the close. It was up two and a half on on Friday. Yeah, let me just take what is going on. It didn't come up right. Oh yeah, I mean. For all I know, I, mean, I don't have a long-term chart. I don't know if that's a all-time high for it. It might great be. Chart. Oh yeah, no question about it. Uh, and uh, great chart. Just broke out of a, 
know, it's been doing these nice little consolidation, breakout, retest the consolidation, yeah. breakout, consolidation. 52-week yeah. high for sure. Yeah, it, very, very strong. Oh. Yep. And uh, price objective for what it's worth again, you know, uh, 170. Yeah, that's all time from what I can see. Yeah, I think it is an all yeah, time going high. Back to yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's on a roll. Hi, you're lovely. Okay, very good. And just, just a quick pet peeve, and then I'll let you guys go for another call. You guys watch CNBC, right? Yeah. Well, I do. I leave it on on mute, but that's all right. <laughs> Victor's pet peeve is they'll, they'll put a chart up on a $275 stock, and they'll think the thing will be up uh, $4.70. Mm-hmm. And they'll make this big to do about it, when in reality it's a $27 stock going up 40 some cents and nobody cares. <laughs> I agree. I totally right? agree. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's, I, up, it's up. It's up. It's look at this. So it's X Y Z is up two dollars, four dollars and eighty four cents today, and it's a uh, it's a two seventy dollar stock. <laughs> and Victor's saying if a twenty seven dollar stock was up forty two cents, you guys wouldn't give it two sentences. Oh, I agree. They always do that. You know, it's well. Sometimes it's a slow news day. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. But I totally agree. It's ridiculous. You know. So. Yeah. Hey guys, great show. Thank okay. You. Thanks, Thank so you very much bye for bye. calling. Appreciate bye. it. Yeah. Okay, right now, phone line's wide open again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And while we're waiting for calls, we'll take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors, every Saturday morning, live from 10 to 11, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctors shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. Right now, give us a call. Phone lines wide open, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. Or you can use our chat box at the website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. And when that opens up, there's another icon. Click on that, and you're on your way. There you go. Let's go to the chat box. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, before we do that, that is an all-time high for IBB. I said that. Oh, I know. You're just telling me I was right. I'm telling you you're right, but you didn't sound I don't hear you, that you, often. You didn't sound like you were sure. No, I said I was positive. <laughs> Absolute you were? It didn't sound that way. Yeah, it did. But, Going you know, back to 2010, it was. But interestingly, I mean, the previous all-time high was back in 2015, and the high was, oh, 133 and a half. Okay. So uh, just broke out. Big, big breakout. Big right. major breakout. Okay. Right. So, so somebody's asking for an opinion on GNMK, closed at 1827. 
Genmark Diagnostics. Um, another, stock was another, up three and a half uh, on Friday. Another COVID play. Yep. Uh, earnings report coming out August 3rd. I mean, the stock looks very, very strong. Uh, I mean, it's going a long way, no question about that. This was a uh, $3, $3.5 stock uh, earlier in the year. Now it's up to 18.27, but it's a beautiful chart. Um, potential price objective, once again, with a grain of salt, we always say do your own research. Mm -hmm. You know, because as I said, with these COVID plays, there's so many people playing different COVID ones that at some point, if something comes out as the one, you know, like the right, the one great test, the one great vaccine, the one great whatever, a lot of these would probably go by the wayside, you know, when it's all yeah. said and done. Good. But yeah. so, you know, just be aware of that. But, uh, you know, potential price target again for what it's worth is $30. And I would only potentially get concerned if it dropped to 16 Okay. Um, one opinion on Citigroup, $50.22 on the Friday. The banks are close. tough, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I guess what bothered them a lot was the loan loss reserves for a lot of the banks. You know? Right. Plus the 10 years, it's six, uh, six basis points, so it's hard for them to make money. Well, a lot of them had great earnings. I mean— uh, Well, they were—it was on trading. The tra yeah, a lot of them else. was on trading. Right. Uh, you know, and if, and if you look at this, I mean, the chart's not bad. I mean, if you've done research into it, uh, you know, the 200 days at 62 and you're way below that, and your 50 days at, looks like 50, so you're at your 50 day. So, so this is the critical point, you know, if it dies here at the 50 day, that wouldn't be good. If it broke above the 50 day, you could head to the 200-day, you know, which I said is at 62, and it's also the last high it made, uh, oh, back in June, you know, yeah. so it could run up to 62. Uh, once again, if you've looked into it, you feel strongly about it. You know, what did we say? It's a dividend play? Wait, what kind of dividend does it pay? Um, it's got a decent dividend. I think it's 4%. Yeah, that's what I mean, you know, so, you know. Yeah, four point one. Yeah. So obviously, somebody looking for dividends. But I think it'd be a, a part of a, a a larger portfolio of banks, mm -hmm. and you know, so if you got ten percent of your total assets in, in banks and financials, um, you may want to make this ten percent of that. So, but uh, you know, one, I think it's 1%? got room to go. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, ten percent of ten percent is one percent, right? Okay. Right. So uh, you want another one? Well, hang on, but, you know, uh, if you're looking to buy it, you know, the support area is between 50 and 48. If it went to 47, you'd probably want to reevaluate it. Okay. Yeah, and uh, anyway, yeah, there is some research out there. You can uh, do it there, obviously, well known. Uh, somebody is looking to buy a small position in ABMD, which is uh, a biomed. A biomed, yeah. Uh, close at 284.55. This one was up 11.5% Friday, Pete. I remember when this was a very cheap stock. <laughs> I remember when. Yeah. I mean, since, uh, let's see, about maybe the March, it was down to 120, probably right. at the March low for the market. And now it's more than doubled. Uh, and, boy, you'd love this potential price target. Once again, take it with a grain of salt, 406. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, 200 days back at 189, so it's well above that. The 50 days at 234. 
and it closed at 284. Right. So, so Morgan Stanley, February 12th, mm-hmm. downgraded it to underweight with a 165 price tag. But this was before COVID. So this is what we've been talking about. This is a COVID play. And again, do they have other things if and when they, you know, the, the COVID play Yeah, that you'd, there you'd look into. Right. You know, but, but, you know, what I, what I find is a good thing to do if you go to Google something, put the symbol in and say news, okay? And it'll give you every site that has news and information on this company. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you really want to do your research, that's a good way to do it. Put the symbol in, say, ABMD News, and you'll get every service and every letter and so forth that has any comments on it. You know, okay. that, that helps you out quite a bit. All right. But, you know, if you were to – what was he looking to buy it or not? Or Looking to start a small initial yeah. stake. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you're doing, uh, I don't have a problem with that. And depends on if this is a long-term play and you're willing to take a 20%, you'd put a potential alert at 232, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 50 days at 234. So it depends on how much risk you know, you're willing to take. And obviously with a biotech stock, you have to want to take a lot of risk. You know, so, got to be aware. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, we have another one, but uh, uh, Art has chimed in saying he's got several bags of coins waiting for his bank to open for appointments so he can go and get rid of them. So th- that's where all the coins may be. Yeah, well, I believe <clears throat> that, knowing yeah. Art. <laughs> all right. So uh, we have somebody asking about Disney. Uh, Want to know what you think of it, Peter? A uh, person owns it, it closed it, at 118.65. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, in the short term, it, you know, it's going to take a while, I would think, but famous last words. Uh, to get some traction, but long term, I mean, I think it's a stock. You know, what, what's he looking to do? Take a position in it? You said he owns it. Oh, he owns it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, right now you take the target for what it's worth. It's about 148, and, and the previous high this year was right in that area, 150, 152. Right. And uh, you know, it, depending on the COVID news and. and park openings because they do get a lot of money from their parks there's no question about that right and the new chair is from the parks yep but the the real the 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 underlying um golden egg in this is their streaming feature Mm -hmm. i mean there is no bigger name i mean netflix is great and hbo and this but disney has just got you know great uh, gravitas. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a so. it's a great company, right? You know, and a lot of times I think it's I say great just, just because it's here. a great company is not necessarily a great stock. No, but, but I, I, but it, but right, fundamentally, I have no problem with this. You know, as a longer term investment, it's in a nice consolidation now between about you know one ten and one twenty six. If it broke out to one twenty eight, you might get up to the one fifty area. And I would only reevaluate it, you know, if it went down to maybe 106. Okay. That it? Uh, to a certain extent. Um, somebody's asking about the print feature on the chat box. Uh, that's a technical question, Peter. I can't answer that. I don't think we What's can. What's the do print that. feature? I don't know, trying to print, I guess, the text, uh, oh. you know, okay, but I don't think you can do it. Well, if, I, if you go there, can, can you highlight it and make a copy? And I don't know. I don't know. It's a possibility. You know, what you might want to do is uh, try to highlight it and see if you can do Control-C or Right, copy. you'd have to go to a Word document or yeah, something. Yeah, right, to do and, yeah, and be able know. to do it. I have never done that, you know. Somebody is asking about two or three secure dividend payers above 4% to do research on. Secure dividend payers above 4%? That's a good question. 
I'd have to do my own research on that. Right. Uh, if I took a look at, let me just see, hang on a second here. Right now, the phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. So give us a call. Uh, I'm not a big dividend stock player. I know Willard, Willard is, you know. but uh, So I'm never really looking around for big dividend players, you know, no question about that. I'm sure there's an ETF for it, too. Well, there's. I don't know what the aristocrat ETF is. I, I don't know if you could look that up, but it's. Yeah, a, it's I could, but I'm not the, going to. Okay, the heck with you. I had so, to take a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, this give us a, a call eight zero three fifteen twenty. I don't know, maybe dead show. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> give us a call eight zero three fifteen twenty toll free eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. Um, you want there the is Canadian an article in Barron's called Income Investing, and they do mention the dividend aristocrats roar back, you know, and, uh, you know, most of the year they were under pressure. And, uh, you know, looking at it, is there anybody? Well, you've There's got... There's an S&P you, ETF. You, you've, or, you've, yeah. you've got Cardinal Health, which pays 3.9%. You got... People's United Financial, PBCT, which pays 6.5%. So there's a couple of possibilities. And where are those? Are those in something? Or They're is this in the, in the dividend aristocrats. You know? Oh, okay. So, and uh, you're not going to look it up, so. I'm looking at it, but. Yeah. But. These are, these are uh, focusing on a rare breed of companies within the S&P 500 that have raised their dividends for at least 25 consecutive years. I think that's a pretty good track record. To say the least. Right. So basically— and that symbol's N-O-B-L for those good. that want to And know. you might want to you know, call up N-O-B-L, once again, you know, type that into a Google search, find out what the holdings are, okay— and a matter of fact, I just did that, uh, you know, at ProShares.com, get a holdings list. And I'm sure in there, there's probably a heck of a lot of uh, stocks that have, uh, you know, dividends that are around 4%, if not more than that. You know, so that The give yield you a on that list. ETF is what do you think the yield is? What is it? I don't know. Come on. I have no idea. You've got 3%, no callers. 3%. 2.2. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So You didn't know. So if you buy the ETF, you you're not going to get your 4%. Right. <laughs> but, you know, go to that list. Okay. There's growth potential in this. And, so. Uh, so, th so there's 51, 57 high-quality companies with at least 25 consecutive years of dividend growth. So that's a good place to start research. Yep. Very good. I already said that, too. Okay. So we do have chat box. Though. Okay. Thank God. Nobody's calling. Let's see. Um, mm -hmm. Peter. What do you like to look for? <laughs> a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> I don't know. Of course, blondes have always gotten me in trouble, yeah, so I, I shouldn't be looking for blondes. But blondes, brunettes, right? Right. right. Okay, anyway. so somebody's looking to buy Abbott, ABT, mm -hmm. I think is Abbott, right? Bop, 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 but basically, you know, you you want to look for stocks that are showing good momentum, that are acting better than the market. You know, so mm -hmm. it's relative strength type of thing. You know, to begin your research on, and there's you know a number of websites. I'm sure uh, trying to think like Finviz, Stock Charts. Uh, they all have stock screeners. 
and you can look them up by you know relative strength versus the market, and you get a whole list of stocks, and then you can isolate it to, you know, if you're interested in dividends, you're interested in uh, certain stock prices, you know, that you you're willing to pay. So mm-hmm. where were we again, Abbott? Abbott, yeah, closed at ninety nine Naquata. You know, it's, it's built a beautiful base. Looks like it's trying its high at one hundred. And it closed at 99 and a quarter. Uh, very nice chart. If you go to 102, it breaks out, and that'd be a very important uh, breakout. And uh, at a minimum, the price objective, you know, which is certainly reasonable on the uh, point and figure methods, 112. Yeah. But I think you know it, it's a very good company to yep. to be invested in. No question about it. And, uh, you know, 200 days back at 86, that's not too much risk. So definitely, you know, if it dropped under the 200-day, uh, you'd be concerned. But there's, a, you know, a lot of support back at 88 to 90. So, uh, you know, I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Also looking to buy a Accenture, ACN, ACN close at 221.94. Yeah. Look at this chart. Beautiful. And I was thinking... <laughs> When I said blonde, I was going to give out uh, body measurements, but I probably offend somebody. You know, so. Yeah, Jimmy, our producer, is, would be offended. That's yeah. for sure. But anyway, unless it's at a wedding. Essentially, another another, another very strong. Yeah, we maybe someday we can get him to tell that story on the air. No, oh, I'm sure he'll tell it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it just broke out. It could be an all-time high for uh, you know. I, I don't. Uh, if I IT go back. company. Yeah, and uh, you know these software companies have done very well. They all got hit, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, like everything else, you know, back in March this was 138, and now it's um, you know 221. Uh, potential price objective, you'd like this. You know, once again, do your own research. Take it with a grain of salt. It's a just a charting method that comes up with a price objective of 274. And, you know, that breakout, you know, looks very nice. And you should have decent short-term support, probably 204 to 212. And, uh, you know, I would, if you're going to be a longer-term player, to 200 days at 193. So uh, I'd probably use that, you know, below that as an area to maybe reevaluate it. And, uh, you know, if you're not quite a long-term, you're a shorter-term, not, you know, a real trader, but Mm -hmm. uh, the 50 days at 204, so you could use that below that as a potential uh, reevaluation. Yeah, I'm trying to look for the all-time So it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, looking for the all-time high. 2010 is the... uh, that's the highest, but I don't know going back. I don't know if they're around in the 90s or not. Really? Yeah. Okay. That it? Phone lines wide open, yeah. 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or you can go to the chat box at saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Once you get the chat, click on some other icon that's there, which I didn't know it's was It's a messenger there. icon. Right. Do you want me to show it to you? No, I don't want it's to see it. It's on the chat box. Apparently, I bought the wrong strength glasses again. You know, that's, you, know you, go, you go there, and you read the chart, and it says, whatever line you have trouble, the first line you have trouble reading, that's the strength you want. You know? So it said one. <laughs> so I took one, you know. Not great. Anyway. What you need to do is you read something with the glasses on. Right. 
and then you would know. Okay. All right. There's nothing on the screen. Well, so. what I wanted to bring Go up, uh, yeah. once again, you know, yeah. in Barron's, you know, I always mention Barron's because it doesn't mean that you jump out and you buy something or you agree and you know with something somebody says, but often gives you some information you don't know anything about. And they were talking to uh, Dan Clifton, who's the head of Strategic Research Partners Research Unit. That's a respectable unit. And he's mm-hmm. a, yeah, he's a hot commodities this year. Fluent in the ways of Washington, he is an astute reader of regulatory and legislative trends that will affect markets. So what he does is he ma- tries to match up fina- financial market indicators with political data. And this was interesting. Mm-hmm. The first metric we watch is the S&P 500, 90 days into the election. So the clock starts on August 3rd. We've gone back 100 years on this. If stocks are higher in the 90-day period, the incumbent party has won 87% of the time. Mm-hmm. If they're lower, the opposition has won. So in August, you're probably going to know Biden's cho- uh, choice for vice president. The convention start, and we're through the second quarter earnings. The S&P has predicted every presidential, uh, presidential election winner since, ni- uh, since 1984, every one of them. So it's not a perfect indicator, but not bad. And uh, so we, we will see what happens there. So that's one thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he, they asked him, what is the market saying today? And he's, it's giving Biden a 55% chance of winning, which is actually lower than the betting odds or the polling would suggest. If we had the election today and all the polls were correct, Biden would win in a landslide. The betting odds are giving him about a 62% chance of winning. And the market is saying, okay, he's the favorite, it's early. Trump is probably going to close the gap as this election begins. So it's kind of interesting. And they mentioned, you know, obviously, if the Democrats came in and gave a sweep, they'd look for companies that would be hampered by regulations, you know, which would be the financial industry. And God forbid they mentioned that supposedly Elizabeth Warren what? would it's be— VP? Uh, no, not VP. She'd be uh, in charge of the regulation. What, what, what is that cabinet position? I forgot what it is. You know, right. but whatever it is that, that she'd be in charge of that, and then the world would come to an end. You know. So right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. So did you know mortgage rates set another record low? Yeah, I know, because I was talking to uh, the people who have my loan, and uh, they were, uh, you know, they had tried to get me to refinance. I said, look, I've refinanced so many times, I'm tired of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I asked, just for the heck of it, I said, you know, right now I've got three and three quarters, I'm happy with it. And they said, well, you know, we could get you down in the twos now. Yeah. So very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But certain, the, the yeah. Um, buyers have pulled back because of the fact it's hard to buy homes. Well, and that's they've become true so pricey in that. So. Well, but, you know, what, what is interesting, for the year to date, I always go over the sectors. You know, once again, technology up the most, 16.5, semiconductors next, 13.3. But constru- uh, consumer discretionary is up 6.7, and healthcare up 4. Those are the only sectors that are up for the year. Mm. And then for interesting, you know, we're talking about materials. That they mm-hmm. have a phase thing they do to tell you what phase the sector's in based mm-hmm. on their methods, right? And interestingly, that just 
this week, the materials have moved to bullish. Wow. And the home builders, which I thought were bullish for a while, but they just moved to bullish. So, uh, and actually, they, they were two of the strongest sectors in the last week, along with transportation, believe it or not. Wow. So it's another thing for, for the materials, kind of kind of interesting. So. Yeah. Okay. Give yeah, us I, I mean, I would. Th- they all talk about the infrastructure. Um, mm-hmm. They talked about it before the election. They're talking again before the election, and it's just a matter of them coming um, uh, to grips and trying to do something. But uh, you know, the big thing coming up, to July thirty first, the uh, incentive in the unemployment is uh, over. So they're going to talk about that, and along with an additional stimulus of some type. So that's going to be the talk for the next couple of weeks. I, right. I, I, you know, right now it doesn't look like they even want to talk about anything. So I think the chances of getting something done may not be very good. At least not until the first week or so of August, maybe second yeah, possibility, week. Possibility, yeah. yeah. And you know, as I said before about <clears throat> the unemployment, I, you know, there are a lot of people in those unemployment figures that are actually working and uh, they just put down they're not working you know I even know of one company they told they tell them you know fill it out and say no you're not working you know so right the problem with that is that it, it, it catches up with you eventually well maybe but I'm just saying that there are believe me there's a lot I don't know what the number might be well it's know, not exact no no, but I'm just saying the number of people who are actually working and collecting unemployment, mm-hmm. okay? And well, even and in normal times, yeah. the figures are not exact. No, I agree. They're but but, but they may be considerably off this time, okay? It's a possibility. So, you know, we ha- you know, it was interesting. Everybody said it was the end of tech last week. Uh, you know, for the first time, uh, we've seen the NASDAQ get hit with the other averages up. And actually, I think the Dow Jones was the strongest average last week, despite being down, you know, 6.5% for right, the year. Right, right. That's because tech was, uh, was weak, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, NASDAQ dropped 1%, not a lot, you know, but the Dow was up 23 uh, And they said that that gap between the S&P, which was up one2 is the widest between the two since 2016. So, wow. so they have a lot of people, you know, trying to guess is – this the start of a tech correction or what, you know. Uh, you know, as I said before, in, in, in the election year, the typical cycle is for a high somewhere in the middle of July, which, believe it or not, there we are, mm-hmm. and a possible pullback toward the end of July, and then you take off again, you know. And uh, you always look at seasonal tendencies, and also if it doesn't work, you know, for example, if you didn't get much of a pullback or you just went sideways, which is a possibility, or you went up, it's telling you the market's stronger than it normally is during an election year, mm-hmm. which is another very bullish sign, you know, so watch for that. And, uh, boy, we're at the end of the show. I've been so entranced by I, what I've been saying. I call it babbling. <laughs> is babbling, the babbling brook. <laughs> it's usually me. Okay, so we're at the end of the show. We always tell you, do your own research. You know, it doesn't hurt to Google some of these things. And I think I gave some good tips for you for how to Google to get right. some good information. And you got to be careful what you see on the Internet. Just, right. It's not always well, factual. I'm not lo- yeah, but, you know, you, you're getting news, you know. Even but, if you get a Twitter request from uh, Vice President Biden for Bitcoin, it's not always real. No, I'm looking for a Twitter request from some blonde, you know. But Anyway, uh-huh. right now we're at the end of the show. Uh, Keep a little powder dry until next week. Have a great weekend. 
You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Withered Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.